0: At number 14, you're going to notice at the bottom of this list, a couple of newcomers in the SEC. At 14, I've got Missouri's Carrick Jackson. I think a great move from Missouri from the standpoint of they need something to re-energize that program, get that program going, but Kerrick Jackson, a guy who never coached a game in the SEC. That will change this Friday. What can Missouri be realistically when it comes to college baseball programs? You know, you see what Eli Drinkwitz has done with Missouri football. Dennis Gates, unfortunately, things have fallen off a cliff a bit on the hardwood. I don't see a reason why Missouri can't, at minimum, be competitive in the SEC, be a middle-of-the-pack SEC team. I think you look at it facilities. I think there's things that need to happen there in regards to facility upgrades. But I think Carrick Jackson, solid hire. We just know nothing about him. At number 13, I've got Georgia's Wes Johnson. And again, guys, the reason Wes Johnson is down here Never coached a game as a head coach in the SEC. That being said, though, I think this was a fantastic hire by the Georgia Bulldogs. Do not be surprised, guys, and we do this list again next year if Wes Johnson, I should say win Wes Johnson, is more than a couple spots higher. You talk to anybody, guys, the former pitching coach over at LSU, he's coaching the big leagues, folks, rave over this guy. I think Wes Johnson immediately is going to improve that situation in Athens, and I think Georgia got themselves one hell of a head coach, and I think Wes Johnson is going to do big things in Athens, but for now, sitting at number 13. Number 12, I've got Alabama's Rob Vaughn, and again, Unknowns, but this man has at least been a head coach for coming over from Maryland, did great things. The Terrapins guys, I think I read a stat. Maryland did not lose a Big Ten series or has not lost a Big Ten series since like 2022. So I mean that really goes to show you the dominance and what Rob Vaughn did with that Maryland program. And you look at it, if you could win at Maryland in the Big Ten, where certainly you've got less resources, right? Certainly you've got less support then you should be able to win at Alabama and they're already a preseason top 20 team. Rob Vaughn, there's some unknowns there. I like the hiring a lot. Really interested to see how this plays out in Tuscaloosa. At number 11, I've got Mississippi State's Chris Limonis, probably the hottest seat in the SEC entering the 2024 season. You know, this is it. This is it for Chris Limonis. If Mississippi State, Gets off to a bad start. Let's say you look up and, and State's five and nine after the first couple of weeks. They may fire him, guys. He, he may not make it out of the first or second month of the 2024 season. That being said, I do think Mississippi State is primed for a bounce-back season. I think Chris Lamonis could be the coach to get them back. I mean, again, you talk to folks, guys, very, very highly regarded. Last year was a disaster. Needs a bounce-back season. I think Chris Lamonis will get it.
1: indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
0: how do you make a vacation last how do you hold on to the joy the clarity the calm easy you go to aruba you'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I've got Kentucky's Nick Minjion. The reason I put him here, guys, Nick Minjion continues to do more with less, right? Kentucky's not a baseball school. Let's call it for what it is. But every year you look up, regional, super regional, right? They were a super regional team last year. The expectations aren't high in Lexington this year, but, I mean, are they ever? And Kentucky, it just seems like year in, year out, they're a tough weekend for anybody in the conference. Nick Mingione at number 10. I think even at this spot, guys, I could have put him higher, but the SEC is so deep, so loaded. Number 10 felt right for Kentucky's head coach, but I love minjion Love what he's done with that Kentucky program. Kentucky's investing in baseball. They've got the facility now. They've got a beautiful stadium. I think minjion is a great fit there in Lexington. At number nine, I've got South Carolina's Mark Kingston. And the biggest reason Mark Kingston, guys, is not higher. This is another one where the 2024 season – is critically important. You look at Mark Kingston's tenure at South Carolina. There has been no sort of sustained success. They've had good year, bad year, good year, bad year, good year, bad year. And that level of inconsistency, guys, it's not going to fly in a place like Columbia, South Carolina, with a program like the Gamecocks that is used to getting to Omaha and used to winning national championships. I will say I think the best thing Mark Kingston did for his South Carolina tenure – was last year, last offseason, when he went out and brought Monty Lee onto the staff. It's no coincidence that all of a sudden, the hitting just completely turned around in Columbia. I think you can directly tie that to Monty Lee. So give credit to Mark Kingston for not being stuck in his ways, for not thinking, you know what, my way or the highway, he went out, he got the best assistant coach he could, he got the best assistants available, and look what happened last year. So, But this is a big year for Mark Kingston. Because you could argue he's done less with more. South Carolina's had plenty of talent since he's been there and still zero Omaha appearances. Those in Columbia growing restful as they hope for an Omaha trip first time since 2012. At number eight, guys, I've got Auburn's Butch Thompson. And the reason I've got a Butch Thompson over, say, a Mark Kingston. Mark Kingston, I think more often than not, has done less with more. Butch Thompson is the complete reverse. Auburn gets no respect. They're unranked yet again. Every single year, guys, it seems we spend no time talking about Auburn. They get no respect. And then we look up into the season, and guess what? Auburn's hosting a regional again. It's like clockwork. I think Butch Thompson has done a great job with that program, especially at a place where where I don't know that baseball is exactly revered as the number one or maybe even the number two sport, right? Especially, you've got Hugh Freeze on campus. You've got Bruce Pearl on campus. It'd be very easy to lose baseball in the shuffle, but Butch Thompson has done a great job in making sure that is not the case. I think Auburn's going to be one of the most dangerous teams in the SEC again, and it's because of the culture and what Butch Thompson has instilled there and his ability to... To do more with less. That, that is what he's done on the planes. At number seven, I've got old misses Mike Bianco. Again, has a national title to his name. Uh last year was rough. You know, it's funny, guys. You talk to some old Miss folks. And Ole Miss has been a fantastic program while Mike Bianco has been there. Been a fantastic program. But I talked to some old miss folks. They say there's not a guy in the SEC that does less with more than a Mike Bianco. That's how tough, that's how high the expectations and the standards are in the SEC and certainly in a place like Ole Miss. But Mike Bianco, guys, one of the best in college baseball. I mean, really, truly, you look at the way he's built that program in Oxford. Again, won the national title just two years ago. Yes, they had a rocky season last year. I think Ole Miss will be better. Uh, And I think Mike Bianco will be a big reason why. But I mean, again, guys, you can't go wrong with a Mike Bianco if you're picking someone to lead your program, to lead the start of a new program. Mike Bianco, one of the best coaches, one of the best skippers, I think, in all of college baseball. At number six, Texas A&M's Jim Schlossnagel. And again, guys, what I said about Mike Bianco, and as you start getting top half, the lead guys, I mean, this list right here of the 14 best SEC head coaches in college baseball, these are some of the best head coaches in college baseball, period. So very tough to rank at the top of this list, but number six, a ms Jim Schlossnagel, I'm a huge Schloss guy, love what he's done in College Station. I mean, he comes in, guys, hits the portal hard, completely revamps the roster, they go to Omaha immediately. Texas A&M did not have a great year last year, right, on the mound. It was it was rocky, had to go out to the West Coast to Stanford for the regional and got beat there. I expect Texas A&M, though, to be a force this year, guys, with Jace Lavalette, they went out in the portal. Heck, they got Braden Montgomery from Stanford that I just mentioned, brought in a new pitching coach, Max Weiner. I think Jim Schlossnagel, again, is going to be a mainstay in this league for quite a long time, was fantastic at TCU, and I will I, I will not be surprised if and when Jim Schlossnagel brings a title to College Station. So, again, at number six, I've got A&M's Jim Schlossnagel. At number five, I've got Tennessee's Tony Vitello. Now, I'm going to have some Tennessee fans that are very upset at this pick. guys. The thing that separates or that keeps Tony Vitello out of the top four hasn't won a national title. And Tony Vitello is still a relatively young coach. Now, I will also say this when I say Tony V. Number one, not a better-looking head coach in the SEC. Let's just go ahead and get that out of there, right? Tony V is a charming guy. But also, if I'm starting a college baseball program today and I can pick one head coach in the SEC to start that program, I'm going Tony Vitello. One of the one of the top reasons, guys, because I saw some fans. I said this on another video, and fans pushed back. Number one, guys, Tony V is young. He's going to be around for quite a long time. I don't have to worry that he's going to retire in five or ten years, right? So he's going to be around a while. But when you look at college athletics today, where it's so player-driven and NIL and you need a head coach that can relate to players and be a player's coach, but also be that disciplinarian and be that leader, Tony Vitello is all that and more. He's a guy you hate. If he's in the opposing dugout, you absolutely love him. If he's in your dugout, I think Tennessee's got a damn good one, guys. It's a matter of when, not if, Tony Vitello brings a title to Knoxville. I I think it's only a matter of time. I mean, guys, I love Tennessee this year to get back to Omaha. I, I think what he's doing in Knoxville, the culture the team he's created, in such a short amount of time, by the way, is what's so impressive. Tony Vitello... Number five in my rankings. At number four, I've got Arkansas's Dave Van Horn. Guys, one of the best in college baseball. I mean, really, truly an SEC legend. The one thing he doesn't have is a ring. The one thing he doesn't have is a national title. And when you're splitting hairs here, ranking the best coaches in college baseball, the best coaches in the SEC, stuff like that matters. You know, when it comes to what he's built long-term in Fayetteville, the program, I mean, Arkansas is an elite of an elite of an elite. They're a college baseball blue blood at this point, guys. The one thing he's missing is a national championship. I mean, that's really the only knock I have against Dave Van Horn. I think he's one of the best. Will this finally be the year of the hog? We shall see. Number three, I've got Vanderbilt's Tim Corbin. Now, I, I know Corbs has got some advantages, right, at Vanderbilt with the way they do scholarships and stuff like that. But, I mean, again, guys, you look at the program over the long term, what they have done. He's a national championship winner. Vandy year after year after year. You know, they're not going to be flashy. They're not, they're not going to be overly flashy. That program as a whole, Tim Corbin, comes from the Jack Leggett School over at Clemson. He's going to be very disciplined. It's going to be very fundamental heavy, right? They're going to beat you with fundamentals. They're not going to do it in a flashy sense. They're probably not, not going to hit 200 home runs but they're going to pitch really well. They're going to play great defense and they're going to play fundamentally sound baseball. It's worked really well for Tim Corbin at Vandy. I think it'll continue to do so. And again, Corbs is one of the best in all of college baseball. At number two, I've got LSU head coach Jay Johnson, last year's national champion. The only reason Jay Johnson is not number one, he just started. Let's let him build a little bit, right? It's The the track record is not built there at LSU yet. He's still very, very early in his tenure. But when you talk about guys, coaches that really fit this new era of college sports and college baseball, I mean, guys. Jay Johnson might be the portal king of college baseball. Like, you look at what he's done in the transfer portal, getting Paul Skeens, getting Tommy White this past cycle. He went and got Michael Braswell. He went and got some others. Jay Johnson is doing it the way you have to do it and the way you're supposed to do it and the way, admittedly, guys, you should do it in today's college baseball. You look at last year. I mean, guys, that vaulted Jay Johnson all the way up to this point. Fantastic job he did managing those personalities and managing Paul Skeens and the hype and hoopla around that. And LSU, with the target on their back last year, like any other college baseball team, they had their ruts. They had their down moments. They had their slumps. But- I thought LSU, for the most part, went wire to wire, rode that thing with the emotions, and came out a national champion. And at number one, my number one head coach in the SEC, Florida Gators, Kevin O'Sullivan. Guys, go look at Sully and the track record. I I don't think we talk about how good the Florida Gators baseball program has been under his leadership. Now, they haven't won nearly the amount of national titles they want to win. I get that. They have won titles, but not nearly the amount you'd hope. But guys, like, they make getting to Omaha look easy. And I'm here to tell you, it's very hard. It's incredibly hard. It's why you can't go into every season saying, it's Omaha or bust. If you don't get there, we're firing you. Guys, there are eight teams that get to go. And in the game of baseball, where there are so many variables, so many different things that have to go your way, the track record that Kevin O'Sullivan, what he's built at Florida, and the sheer amount, I think they've got like a 70% rate of going to Omaha since he's been there. Guys, that's insane. Like, Florida hasn't been good during his tenure. They haven't even been elite. They've been a step above that. Year after year after year, you can count on Florida having power in their lineup, power arms in the pitching staff. There's arguably nobody better in college baseball than Kevin O'Sullivan when it comes to managing pitching staffs and managing arms and keeping guys healthy. He's got a very pro like approach, right, where he takes care of his guys. And when you look at that level of consistency over that length of time, that to me is what separates Kevin O'Sullivan from the rest and makes him the number one head coach in the SEC entering the 2024 baseball season.